The following episode may not be suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, and we are back for episode 6 of X32 with Risky Grimshaw and Juice. When we last left our runners, they had gotten jobs at the Evil Labs, and they are now on the eve of their heist as Tony got some runners to set up the bomb for them. Uh, I'm Benjamin, I'm the Dungeon Master for Lawful Great Adventures, and I'm playing Juice, the 15-year-old Shadowrun Decker. Hi, I'm Sid, I play Jet on Resting Glitch Face, and I'm playing Risky, the elven shaman who has a lot of cats. Hi, I'm Shannon, I play Eris on Resting Glitch Face and Tristana on World Walkers, and tonight I am playing Grimshaw, the uh, super badass, I think... Yeah, definitely super badass elf. Um, I don't know, with Mohawk. I don't know how else to describe her. She's awesome. Oh, he's gonna kill a bunch of things. Nice. We start on a flashback in the suburbs of Clemson. It is a fine autumn morning in 2075, and a young man, about 18, is sitting in a blue sports car. He is tapping his fingers on the wheel before pressing the horn. Andy! He yells, pressing the horn again. Time to go! You come out, Juice. 10 years old and get into the back seat, same as you always do. Your mother says goodbye from the front door with a coffee in her hand as she sees y'all off and reminds your brother, David, to be safe, same as always. Just like every day, he agrees and drives until he gets out of eyesight from her before pulling over and popping the side door open. Get in, dude, you got shotgun. Do you get in? Oh, yeah. And same as always, David drives you to school Talk, talking with you about life and what it's like to be a 10-year-old. You're in the drop-off line at school, 10 cars in front of you and many more behind, each with a kid or two being dropped off for another day of education. He looks over to you as he's slowly pulling up. Did you see that Hackstar 6 is on down at the Astral? Yeah, yeah, I did. Up to see it Friday? I'll swing <gasps> by and pull you out of class so Dad won't have to know. D- Davy, that's I can't see that. That's rated R. And I'm 18 year old, so 18 years old. So you should, he'll be fine, dude. I. But they, what if they know? What if they catch me? Andy, don't worry. No one's gonna catch you. Your older brother's got your back, dude. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I really want to see it. All right, cool, cool, cool. As you get out of the car, it's just like any other day. David letting you ride shotgun, involving you in schemes up to and including petty theft. This day is just like any other day you've had in your childhood, except for one key detail. Juice, this is the last time you ever saw him. What was the last thing you said to your brother? Fuck. That's it. That's canon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Juice, don't swear. Get on. Get out of there. He closes um, the door. No, 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 no. No, no. I, got, I got. No, I actually do have something. I have. I actually do have something. 
All right. See, that is no longer canon. That is no. This is not canon. But I'm not editing it out. Oh fuck. Uh, uh, Juice or Andy? He isn't Juice yet. He is. He is. He doesn't. He hasn't discovered his alter ego. He hops out of the car and starts to run towards school excitedly, and then he turns around, walks up to the window, and knocks on it really fast. The window rolls down. I've got an idea. You're right, Davey. They're never going to catch me. And then he just bolts off. Go get him, sport. Or whatever. (laughs) Fuck. Thanks, older brother slash dad figure. The window rolls up and he drives away. And we're back in 2080 in Risky's apartment as y'all just got back from the interview process. Juice, you're on your data pad in... What reminded you of it is that you saw that a documentary about the production of Hackstar 6, a movie that was, in fact, so bad it sunk an entire franchise, is coming out called The Hack. I still like it. I don't, I don't understand what everyone didn't like about it. I love it. It's part it's, of me. <laughs> it's achieved like the status of The Room. So if The Room came out in the middle of the MCU, that's pr- approximately what happened. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, uh, so Iron Man two then. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! God, lawful great here, just shooting down, shooting truth bombs, <laughs> like a truth submarine. Uh, Juice um, pushes the idea away and then goes back to sort of, he's kind of panickedly programming something at his data pad and sort of ignoring what's going on around the apartment. All right. Risky and Grimshaw, what's going on around the apartment? Oh, man. A lot of awkward not flirting, but kind of flirting. (laughs) One-sided right now because Risky is still uh, just like in her head living out the consequences of her lies. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) she's like she's she's walking up to each cat individually, apologizing, kissing it sweetly on the forehead, and then putting it down and picking up another cat. But they keep like moving around, and so she loses track of which one she's apologized to, and stuff like that. So she's Um, been at it for a while. Grimshaw starts helping her, and like Grimshaw will just hand her a cat that hasn't been uh, kissed every once in a while. She's just like, Perfect. I'm here, and hands the cat. Thor, of course, was the first one that she Obviously. Handed. Yeah, Thor needs the first apology. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. So we did interviews, and we also did our first day on the job, right? Yes, you did. Okay. So, so were we able to, like, gain information and stuff? You did not gain any information. Your first days were Juice getting uh, Juice getting interviewed and told he'd be put in app development. On one of the X projects, right? On one of the X on the, on the X series projects, yes. Okay. Cool. Oh, so Does we didn't he know... actually just sorry. Oh, sorry. Does he know where he's gonna be like stationed? Did they show him where the, yeah, the, he does the pen know. is? Okay, cool. He does know. Um Grimshaw Almost got her katana taken away. But then she convinced him to give it to her so she would just keep it in the car the next day. It was a big orientation, and I'll say Risky was taken to where all the uh, 
where the astral security would be. And you saw, I didn't say last time, but you saw like the two squad leaders for the regular security were hanging out in there. So like if there was a threat on the astral plane or if there was another, um, someone could perceive a mage, they could order their security teams mm-hmm. to intercept them. Okay, so we pretty much just had like orientation. What we, what we went over, we didn't do more beyond that. No. Okay. What's uh what's the security like getting in and out? How how deep is the screening? Well, the screening isn't too deep given that y'all managed to get jobs there off one day. But the security you have you have the metal detectors for each room. They led you to a specific they led you through specific quarters. They didn't let you see inside of the X series lab where you'd be working at Juice. But they showed you like they showed you like a ball pit for staff and okay. the refreshments area. It's like those big tech companies that baby their workers so they don't actually have to give them benefits. <laughs> we have fun. Yeah. Work hard, play hard, am I right? Ah, <laughs> Mondays. You know what I'm talking about, Jerry. <laughs> We're like a big family. <laughs> Fuck no. you, Shannon. I'm not going to your fucking baby shower. Sorry. That's me. Wow. <laughs> <Shannon>. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, okay, so I really hope my dog making weird chewing, tired chewing noises isn't showing up <laughs> on Audacity. I don't hear it through Zoom, so. Okay. Um, so my idea is kind of like we would like do, because I thought we were doing our first day and I thought we were actually going to work. And so I thought we'd actually be able to like get information and then reconvene and then do the mission the next day. How about we roll for information? Like what, whatever skill you would use for legwork during your first day. Okay, well, the information I was trying to get was, like, schedules of guards and, like, stuff like that, which would probably be given to someone who's going to be put on the schedule. That's fair. That's fair. Would I be able to just, like, look and see what their astral security looks like? Stuff yeah. Stuff like that? Okay, cool. Yeah. You would could... I roll astral for that? Um, Are you projecting out into the astral plane, or...? I mean, is anybody else astral projecting? Not currently. Like not currently. No, I mean, there's there are couches for you to do that if you need to, but it's kind of a slow day, and they just got to. Cool. Then in that case, I'm just gonna fish for information from my fellow mages. All right, roll me some charisma check into and. Juice, how would you be looking for information? Um, the two most important piece of, pieces of information that Juice needs are where is the head scientist All right. and where is the data storage. Uh, three pieces of information. Where is the data storage for the X-Series projects? Right. And what will they do with the data in case of a direct cyber attack? All right. <clears throat> Let's see. Where did my notes? Oh wait, that those are in my actual notebook, maybe. Yes. 
All right, so are you going to do it by like schmoozing up the? So are you going to schmooze up the other people and talk to them, or is it just this like probing the computer for information? Um, I think I'll schmooze up about the head scientists, and then the other ones. I I hope that I can infer by just getting a brief glance at their system while I'm. You know, because I got to get my login, my password. They got to confirm that I know how to get into my email, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Shannon? I'm oh, sorry. Yes. Grimshaw, you know that... Yes. Sorry, just from... Nothing. Just from, like, your introduction, you know that the security guards are on an eight-hour... Eight-on, eight-off shift. With 24-hour coverage? Yeah, with 24-hour coverage. Okay, and would I kind of know or be able to have the routes down? Yes. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and then, Ben, you said Juice was finding out where everything was. Juice is figuring out where the data is and where the lead scientist is. Oh, he's, okay. Yeah, then... Juice is focusing on the objectives. Okay, then yeah, mine would also be like physically where <laughs> things are. <laughs> All right. Um, so like where the different offices are, where the different labs are, and so on. Yeah, you know that you'll know that the X series lab where your objective is inside the biosciences building. You'll know it by just like there's kind of like the, the X symbol, like. Tat marked over the door kind of mm-hmm. kind of like it looks kind of like the key symbol so like x with a little tail on the end and they say and you know that as internal security you're just patrolling the buildings while lone star will patrol the outside so that if you if lone star tries to come in they have to get clearance from you and your bosses before they can okay yeah, and you know where all the offices are and who to check up on during the day and where to get your equipment. Your your boss, the head, the chief guard, is kind of a lazy ass, so he'll be in his office most days in the barrack, in the changing room. Okay, so probably one of the first things that we're going to have Juice do is disable the line to Lone Star. <laughs> or I oh. can do it by murdering people, whichever. Yeah, that too. All right. How? Okay. So, how did the charisma in go? Uh, I got a five. You got so, five successes. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, can you remind me of your questions, right quick? Uh, the question is, I just want to know about like what kinds of you know has anything crazy ever happened here? What what do I do with like? I sense something. How often do you go under? Things like that. Just sort of like wide-eyed and ready to uh, wide-eyed, ready to learn. Well, okay, so anything crazy up in here? Uh, We do, the local Humane Society does have the ghost of Sarah Michelle Geller in one of their trucks. She just hangs out there. So don't go down to the loading bay, otherwise you'll start hearing arms of an angel. Sarah McLaughlin? Sarah McLaughlin, yes. Sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. Wow. That's pretty crazy. 
It is. I don't. I don't know. Why I said Sarah Michelle Gellar. So then. Um. Let's see. We try to go astral like twice a day, at least. You know, just check out the security around the perimeter. What was the other one? Um. Hello. Yes. Uh, what do you do in case something happens? Like in case of an astral attack, how does that work? In case of and an astral... the whole time she's sitting there like really wide eyes and she's like playing with her hair and stuff like that. Just like, wow. She's got her listening face on. <laughs> well, you know, we tried to stay safe because I want to go home to my husband at the end of the day, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, in case of an astral attack, we're going to inform Bob and Dylan here. Hello, hello. The two Lone Star commanders that we're going to go under. So Mark and I will, Mark and I go under and we patrol the perimeter looking for any astral threats. But okay, so it's just like patrolling stuff? We patrol and then eliminate if we find any. Right, right, of course. Does yeah. that happen often? Fortunately, not often. And most of the, la most of the labs are, that are secure have mana barriers over them on the astral plane. So you don't get any spirits just wandering in. Right, Or escaping right. if there are any in there. Right, of course. This is just my first time working for a corp this big. It's it's kind of exciting. I know you're out of small leagues now. We we heard about you having experience down in Honeypath. Yes. What a real shithole. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. a reason why I moved. Yeah, I think it should still be called Honeypath. David, no one cares. Oh, fuck you then. And then we moved to Juice. You've been probing the system or have you been talking to people uh i would imagine on the walk down while they're like showing me the thing i'd be like i would love to meet the uh the head scientist sometime and just kind of pick his brain uh, do you know uh where he hangs out you know where i can find him just kind of pick Talked. his brain and you talk you're talking to the guy who was doing your interview or whoever. uh whoever's showing me around is it the same person um let's say not for today not for today no you're talking to Dr. Elia Frostbeck, a dwarf researcher and the liaison between the science team and the app development. Okay. And she's talk she's responding to you. Ah yes, Dr. Teeter is he's usually in the X series labs. Now he's a unique he's a unique individual, so you're always well it's you wouldn't be not welcome to meet him. It'll, it just might be a little startling at first. Oh, okay. Um, is it is it supposed to be a surprise or? Uh, he li he likes to surprise people. Yeah, he likes to surprise people. Okay. Uh, well, I would hate to mess with the company culture. <laughs> yeah, would you like to meet him? Right now? Sure. I mean, you're oh. not going to do any development on your first day. I suppose I'm not. Yeah, this is that'd be really cool. All right. She leads she leads you away from the computer room and like toward down to like a room with an X symbol on the door. She knocks. Doctor Teeter, Doctor Teeter, we have a new app developer who wants to meet you. 
there's some mumbling on the other side of the door it before it opens up and you're begging come on in after you okay all right and uh uh juice goes in all right hi my name's andy dr teeter turns around and he is a tall he's a tall human but he wears like a brass rabbit mask with like two big ears and just like kind of like the rabbit from Donnie Darko face. Let me, Hello. Let, me, let me redo that take. Hi, I'm Andy. Hello. Hello, Andy. My name is Dr. John Teeter. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. He holds, he holds a gloved out hand out to shake your hand. Andy reaches forward very tentatively to shake the hand, uh, inspecting the palm for a fucking electric buzzer or something. You don't see an electric pu- buzzer, but as you grab it, it feel, it's obviously metal underneath, and he just shakes your hand in a very stiff motion. Uh, I am just so thrilled to meet you. I imagine. Well... You look like a little child, Andy. Yeah, I get that a lot. It's just a baby face. And a baby body. But let's not be... Let's dispense with the pleasantries. Yeah, are that was a, very pleasant. You're right. Uh, are, are you excited to work on the future of apps and pet, pet ownership with me, Andy? Uh, yeah, I love both those things. Apps I'm, and pet ownership. I'm very glad, Andy. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, one moment, I need to bend down and get that pin that just dropped down. Okay, I've got the pin. Thank you for your patience, Andy. You're very welcome. Well, tomorrow, Mr. Clausen will take you through some preliminary training and get you to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Okay. And then we can start on development of the X projects. Incredible. What, what are they, if I can ask? You haven't gotten your non-disclosure agreement yet, Andy. Evil would hate to waste a good employee. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would hate to be wasted. I'm also passionate about not disclosing things. Well, that's good. But until we can get it in a legal contract, I'm afraid you'll just have to content yourself with a snack bar and a light-up ball pit. You got it. All right, now leave my lap, please. Absolutely. And Andy heel turns and, like, exunts rapidly. Elia is still is waiting for you outside. Okay, that's Dr. Teeter. Huh? Is there it anything sure else? it is. <laughs> is, there, is there anything else you would like to see in this while we're on your tour of the building? Uh, can you uh, show me the, the, the bullpen where, uh, where we do all of our work? Yes, of course. Awesome. She takes you to the bullpen, and you notice there are, eight, there are eight desks up. Like, they're all crowded except for one that's right in the middle. Okay. So we, we've recently had someone in our employee get let go. So he'll be taking over his desk. 
Sure. And I'll be using a company approved data pad? Yes. Okay. Yes, you'll That's be just using... fine. Yep. Say, okay. Tom, Jerry, Mark, Markiplier, Frozone, Friendzone, Laser, Blazer. I did this to myself, Tom. <laughs> oh my God. Are you, I did this to myself, Tom. I watch your Matrix streams. Thanks. Yeah, I did this to myself, Tom, because I keep saying racist things on the streams. But yeah, I claim they're heated gamer them. moments. It's modern cringe humor. <laughs> wow, I'm not going to be excited to work with you. I did this to myself, Tom. I'm going to make friends with Friendzone. Well, I guess you can say that working here, you did that to yourself. I, did, I actually worked really hard for this position. Thank you for noticing. Yeah. My name's Friend Zone. Oh, never mind. <laughs> anyway, I had a quick. I turned back to the uh, to the to the tour guide. Yes. Anyway, that was awkward. Um, <laughs> it tends to. I've noticed that about you. Yeah, awkward things happen around me all the time. They can't possibly be my fault. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wondered, um, just in case, because I kind of keep, I like to keep a, a couple of eyes on the back of my head, what's the response uh, 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 if um, something happens down here? Like something, what happens? There's a lot of responses. I mean, there's a lot of security systems. Is there a, is there a safety protocol, you know, for, for us and the, the data and stuff? Like, oh, if there's, like if a team broke into the facilities intent to retrieve the data? Yeah. Yes, it would be backed up to it would be backed up to the hard to the servers on the sub level. Okay. And that your seems... data pad your data pads would be shut off from the company network. So no one could use them to hack into the sub level. Good call. Yes. Yeah, that sounds really secure. It is. Awesome. Well, uh, you can show me around everything else. And then I was kind of thinking I might, uh, you know, kick back for 20 minutes in the old ball pit, right? All right. Enjoy the ball. Okay. Well, yes. let's go. So she shows you around and then you go back to the ball pit. And Dr. Teeter is just like working on something like 15 feet away from the ball pit as you go in. He doesn't pay you any mind. Uh, Juice tries very hard to not pay him any mind. But as you go into the ball pit, like the balls light up as you touch them, and then the balls next to them light up a different color. And it, every movement you make is just like a swath of color coming out. These balls, each of these balls were probably like worth 7,000 new yen each, at least. Oh my god. Uh, Juice feels awkward on so many levels right now. The depth of his of his of his body cringing in this ball pit is just uh, staggering and and web like. Make me an awareness check. Oh God! Welcome um, to the dice scenes where we spend like forty five minutes on random bullshit before getting to the mission. That's how we do, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Let's see what his role is. Oh, wow. That was big. Uh, five. All right. So Three yes. of them sixes. Nice. So even despite your success, even despite like your cringiness, you do notice when 
Teeter just like starts coming over and goes to the ball pit while you're still in it and just starts waiting around it aimlessly. Uh, uh hi. Working oh. hard or hardly working? Oh, you're still here. Just taking a little break. All right, have a good day, Randy. Yeah, my name's definitely Randy. Okay. And he's he's not paying you any mind. Uh, Juice gets right the hell out of the ball pit um, <laughs> and then takes a moment to just sort of observe him. All right. Since he's not paying attention, is there anything unique about this, this ritual that he's doing? I don't know how many adults you've seen go into ball pits, so you don't really know how unique it is. He's not playing in it. He's just, like, walking through. And you don't know even know if he's observing the color changes. Okay. That's super weird. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. But, yeah, he is the head researcher, so... And was there anything else anyone would want to find out? Um, whenever they say that they go under about twice a day, right? Yes. Um, whenever the next person goes under, I say, "Hey, do you mind if I like? Do you mind if I tag along? I just I kind of want to see how this works here." Sure. Cool. And then I go down and. Do I see anything exciting? Time to trip some balls. Um, do you see anything exciting like... Just anything unusual? Do I get a better idea of the layout? Do I see any unusual activity anywhere? Are you going um, through the... Are you going through the buildings? Are you staying inside of the mage office? Um, I am... Can you follow someone while, I mean, you can, because you can like punch people and stuff like that. So presumably whatever the person that I'm with is doing, I'm going to walk around with them as well. Didn't they say they were doing perimeter checks? Yeah, you're doing perimeter checks. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And I want to take note of where all of the, um, where all of the domes are. All the domes. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you see like, some domes like containing gardens like as you're doing the perimeter checks the whole campus is awaf with the with like a mix of emotions like horniness sadness happiness anger so just like a regular workplace then just like a regular workplace there's like are you going to split off from him at any point because he's doing he's just walking around the uh, I'm just going to say to him, hey, I'm just going to walk around a little bit just to get an idea of the layout of the campus. Is that okay? Okay. I don't know what. I just like to make this voice when I'm doing just for protection. You don't have to. <laughs> this is just a hobby of mine. I want you to fit in with the company culture. That's very good. I'll be right back. And I'm going to walk around and see if I can uh, pick out the mana barriers and what is protected and what isn't. All right. 
So walking around, you go to you go to the biolabs. Piece that is your target currently. Mm-hmm. You see that none of the bullpens are protected. Like you see Andy just walking around. <laughs> you do see that you go to the X series labs, and you do see a mana barrier in front of the door. Okay. Um. Odd or evens? Evens. Evens? Okay. So, yeah, you just see that the X barrier, the X door is completely closed. And someone nearly walks in, but they get a call on their comm, so you don't get to see inside of it unless you want to try and bypass the barrier somehow. Give me just a second. Let me find out if I want to. If someone else is doing something else, then they can do that. I'm just gonna. I'm not doing something else, but I did have a question. Did our edge refresh? Is that per session or per like? Your edge, your edge will be refreshed. What kind of barrier is it? Is it a mana barrier or something else? It looks like a mana barrier. It has been. You can assume by the way that people are passing by it's only on the astral plane okay i gotcha uh can i hang out for a minute there and uh see if i see anyone go in try to get a peek inside yes actually so as you're hanging as you're hanging out andy pat andy passes right through on his way back to the ball pit and as the door opens can you make me an awareness check an awareness check yes hell do I do for that? Logic plus logic. Logic plus logic. Uh, not terrible. Not my best. Uh, th- three successes. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, alright. So you see him so you see him go in I. You can't really tell auras, specific aura colors through the barrier itself. Mm-hmm. But there's just like, on the other side of the room, there's just like a black, opaque object standing at a desk. And then the oh. door closes. So, human shape, does it, did it move at all? Yes, it was, it seemed to. It seemed to be like fiddling with objects on the desk. Okay, got it. Um, in that case, I am going to go ahead and find uh, find my friend again. What was his name again? It was Dylan, I think. Yes. Mm. Hi, Dylan. I had a good time looking around the campus, and I joined that's, back up with him. That's cool. Okay. Well, uh, since we, sorry, since we are done with our patrols, let's go back up. Maybe get some food for the day. Hey, that sounds great. Yep. And so y'all both go back up and leave the astral plane. Mm-hmm. Then we'll go to the end of the workday. You all get. You all turn in your like ID. You all turn in like whatever you need you borrowed from the company and you head home and then we have the opening scene with risky kissing all the cats mm-hmm. and trying to appease the cat got 
her cat Minter's beard by offering it tuna, mm-hmm. which again floated out of the window. Right, right. So, what are y'all doing now? Um, I think we would probably be sharing all the information we had gotten um, right. with one another. And, uh, I don't know. What is everyone else doing? Grimshaw's going to do her her nightly workout. Juice is furiously programming a skill soft for his data pad since he can't bring his data pad into, he can't bring his DAC into the facility. He's um, setting up an auto crack program so he can run it remotely. Nice, nice. Are y'all comparing notes or like saying thing <clears throat> someone else might have not thought about or? Yeah, they. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just say, yeah, I I saw something. I was able to get a, a bit of a peek inside the X series lab, and I saw something really really weird. It was just a big like pitch black person. I, I don't know how to, it was an aura, kind of? It's yeah, hard that's to weird. explain. Yeah, that's, I think that's the head scientist. He's really weird. How so? Well, he wears a bunny mask, and I think he's cybered out like crazy. I hate he that. Also, yeah, I hate it too. It's really weird. Uh, he also uh, uh, was just waiting in the, the, the cyber ball pit, uh, just doing circles. I think maybe he was thinking. Maybe that's how he... That's how he helps himself think. There's a ball pit? Yeah, you didn't go to the break room? No. Oh, yeah, there's a ball pit. It is a very expensive ball pit. Hmm. Well, another thing to think about is that you, in the bullpen, you are not protected. There is no barrier around that. So something to keep in mind. What do you mean I'm not protected? Not protected from what? Uh, like any astral attacks, anything like that. Well, I mean, wide open. I met the other programmers. We're pretty expendable. Okay. Yeah. Well. Oh, you also walked right through me, by the way. Which, like, that's fine. That's really awkward. Eh. Ew. It happens. You get used to it. But yeah, that's about it. The I did get a tour of the campus. Oh, that's good. I found out that the data storage for the project is in the sub-level. Okay. So, I don't know. Grimshaw, do you think they'll give you access to that, you know, while you're doing your patrols? Uh, do I? Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should. Well, I think, think I'm going to be going around the whole campus. Do you think you can sneak one of these in? And he pulls out a, uh, a data tap. Uh, Grimshaw, Shannon's going to remind you about Grimshaw's track record with technology. <laughs> and oh. then Grimshaw is going to say, uh, y- yes. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> all you got to do, all you got to do is find the server rack and uh, attach this to it and it'll pull all the data off. Wait a minute. Uh, what? Server Okay. Smash cut to Grimshaw taping it to the server rack. <laughs> What's it doing now? No, no. Grimshaw's not even going to know what a server rack is. 
Smash cut to Grimshaw taping it to something that's definitely not a server. It's probably just like spare parts or something. <laughs> the, the thermostat. <laughs> yeah. So like Grimshaw, this is, I'm spitballing here, but what, uh, are we trying to destroy the data that's down there or what? Like what's the goal? We need to destroy it and steal it. Destroy it and steal it. Oh. Uh-huh. I was just going to say, if we're just destroying it, Grimshaw, you just go down and start touching stuff, and then we're good. We're golden. <laughs> you know? You are the data bomb. Hey. It's but a skill. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're right. I don't even have a comm. I thought we y'all got a jitterbug. bug. Yeah, you do have a comm. Here, remember? Grimshaw I helped you set it up. That. I helped you set it up. Oh. Just like sparks a single time as she takes it. <laughs> Not like turns okay. off, just like, you know. Yeah. Okay, so sending Grimshaw with the data tap probably isn't going to work then, huh? Mm-mm. I. Uh, yeah, it can work. Okay, well, they said that in the event of a cyber attack or some other thing, they would dump all of the information down into the, uh, into the, uh, into the hard storage in the basement. So if we can get someone down there, plant the data tap, launch an attack on their cluster, then the data tap can intercept the data, and then whoever's down there can just blow the hard drive once it's done. Uh, like with a gun? Yeah. With I can do that sword. part. Okay. <laughs> We still got to get the tap set up. Yeah. Hmm. Where's the Where's the data room in relation to where I would be? I'm in a whole different building, aren't I? The building you're in is basically. I was thinking of it like. It looks kind of like a shorter water tower, like three struts, and then the building itself, like in the center of campus. Mm-hmm. It's just as much of an art piece as it is a headquarters for security to operate out of. Mm-hmm. So it would be in a different building. Okay. I mean, it would be pretty hard for me to get down there. I'm in I'm in the big water tower looking thing. Oh, man. Well, oh. we also got to get this weird head scientist out of here and we got to kill like everybody. Well, that part's sure. easy. Well, and there, we've got a bomb. Yeah, where are we putting that? We need to talk to Tommy about that. How is that going, I wonder? You hear a knock on your door as you're talking about that. I go, I look through the people. It's Tony. Tony? I open the door. Hey, Tony, what's up? Special delivery. He he produces a case from his jacket and hands it to you. Mm Mm-hmm. The team I the team I got to do this did a fairly good job. It'll be down in the it's down in the loading bay of the biosciences lab. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys the loading bay is haunted. It's excuse me. Like now? my katana? No, well, yeah, it's haunted by the ghost of Sarah McLaughlin. She oh. sings in the arms of an angel over and over again. Cool. I don't know if that matters, but Okay, cool. Okay. Thank you so much. Yep. I really appreciate it, man. Yep. That's your favors. Well, 
at least three of them, okay? I had to spin a lot of Nuyen for this. Right, right, right. But yeah. we only have two each. Well, y- y'all can split favors up between. <sighs> All right, fine. So we'll That's one, one each. each. All right. And the fake sins. So, you know, I'm not trying to cheat you out of anything, y'all. You're, my, you're still my favorite runners. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, hey, Juice, you're here. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, hey, Tony. Did you give them my message? What message? Never mind, then. He oh, yeah, Tony says thanks for the show. What? I don't know. What are you referring know. to? Grimshaw oh. looks at Tony, and she's like, what? The I diner. got distracted. My parents are getting a divorce, and uh, oh uh, my god, I'm so sorry. Am, uh, am I sorry? What? Is this a sorry or congratulations? I don't even know anymore. Mm, interesting. Uh huh. So Grimshaw pats Juice on the head. Does that make us your legal guardians, though? No, I'm. Le- I, we've been over this. I am legally emancipated. Yeah, but you, you still need some guardians. Thor puts his paw on your shoulder. And stares at you. It's Thor. There, this is my legal guardian, okay? Meow. All right. Perfect. It's the cat. Perfect. But I'm the cat. I'm that cat's legal guardian. So you're my grand guardian. Mm-hmm. That'll work. Yeah, perfect. My I two have grandmas. Seniority. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Tony. I appreciate it. Anytime. All right. So we have a relative layout of the place. Mm-hmm. Um, we know where everything that we need to hit is. Mm-hmm. We know what the security is like on all three fronts. Mm-hmm. So now we just need to kind of make a plan. So um, one of the first things we need to do is we need to keep Lone Star from coming. So there are two Lone Star goons with uh, the Astral Projection team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met them, Bob and Dylan. And Wasn't the it? only... <laughs> Probably. Probably. Uh, the only other... Uh, if Lone Star proper is ever coming, they have to go through my boss, which is... Insert name here. The racist orc guy... Brumpkin Brumblebus. Oh, I'm gonna kill him anyway. So he's on my he's on my list of people to kill. You want me to white out everyone's comms anyway? Yes. Okay. So I can't bring my personal deck in. I have to use the uh, the on-site deck. And then once we start the operation, if we launch a direct if we launch a data attack, I'm not even gonna be able to use that deck. So I'm actually really worried about flying blind here. But what I can, can we do. Put the deck in. Uh... Uh, with the stuff at the loading dock? <clears throat> well, I have my deck, and I'm just going to leave it in the van. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm working on a Hacksoft. Uh, all it does is it's just going to run an automated DDoS on basically whatever I want it to target. So if we want me to, if you want, I can just target all of the communications, and it'll just flood them with junk information. That sounds very spicy. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's okay. not really going to be able to do anything else since I'm not there, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. So we're going to wipe out the communication. Do we want to. Oh, wait. We were going to have a call in a bomb threat. 
that's what the bomb yeah. is for. Right. Except we've got an actual bomb. Now, the bomb, we're, uh, the plan for that is to detonate it to blow up the server racks. That's to blow up the data, right? And kill everybody. I mean, it okay. could be. So we needed... Sorry, this is partially in character and partially out of character. I'm trying to remember. We needed to kidnap the head scientist, mm -hmm. get the physical project, mm -hmm. save the data, wipe the data, kill all the other scientists. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, was that, that was the objectives. And the head scientist is an extra 15,000 new yen. So he's not a main objective, he's an optional objective. So in case you don't like him or it's too hard to extract him, you can't always just kill him along with the rest of the scientists. That's just like, that just has the words optional in parentheses on the quest checklist. Can I get something? Um, what are the stun patches that you can get that you can just like put on people? That's a good question. I assume there would be some kind of poison. There's like, it's like a stun patch. I think, I don't know what it's called. We're gonna look at some gear. Would it even work on him if he's mostly cybernetics? Sure, yeah, it'll work. Oh, okay. If he has blood. Big, so, get a big magnet and just stick it on him. Oh, sh oh shit, I'm stuck to this magnet. So Grimshaw doesn't know this, but Shannon knows this. If, uh, if Juice could get his deck in, and he could like attack him cyberly, and that's all stun damage. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, if I could get my hands on a reasonable deck, if we can get him out of his office, maybe I can just steal his deck. Maybe that could. And then work. I got the run of the place. Well, once once we insight chaos so this is what i was thinking earlier and why i was saying that maybe you want to put that with a loading dock is like once we insight chaos we can like grab our stuff they have a monocle or oh, right. we could sneak in and hide this stuff tonight so that we have it tomorrow but that include that it involves breaking in and i'm not sure if i want to do that because here's I don't know if uh, I brought this up yet, but I'm uh, I'm actually made. Oh. One of the people knows me. That's What's bad. Uh, Clausen. We can kill him too. That's fine. I'll but, take care uh, of him. Uh, yeah, he knows me. So whatever I do, I need to make sure I'm covering my tracks as I go. Well, we should also probably like, you know, wipe the employee database afterwards, right? We well, that would sense. be in the server room, right? Oh, wait, I think no. we're going to blow up the employee database. Very, well, very good. Very spicy. There's the server room for the biolab, which you've been paid to destroy. But since it's part of a larger campus, the employee database itself might be in an administrative building or backed up at a remote location. Oh, actually, that's not going to be necessary. He, so Dr. Clausen said I could use my fake sin so that he didn't in, get in trouble for hiring an underager. Oh, really? I don't. Think, I thought I, so. I don't I, remember that. He offered you a job as an intern because you're underage. Oh, I thought he said I could keep using my fake sin. Okay. No. So, so I am on the books. Mm-hmm. Well, Show I guess. Show up to work tomorrow. 
I'm sorry? Just keep showing up to work. Yeah, that's the plan. I was going to show up. That's why I'm going to leave my deck in the van. Mm-hmm. And I'm then they be... won't know that you did it. They'll know we did it because we're not going to be there anymore, but that's a fake sin. That I mean, I can always just never use, use my Andy sin ever again for the rest of my life, too. That is the life of a Shadowrunner. I mean, yeah. I don't think I've used my real sin in, what, like 10 years? Yeah, so maybe this is, you know, maybe Andy's got to die. Could that be foreshadowing? Uh... I'm sorry, the old Andy can't come to the phone right now. Why? Why? Because he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> no, so, maybe if y'all do something to leave Andy for dead on the mission. No. I mean, he might. I would this... never. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to be inside already. Uh, I'll be able to use an on-site deck for some rudimentary stuff. I'm also going to have direct access to this head scientist guy. The only thing is, is I'm not going to bring a gun. Yeah, I mean, that tracks. Listen, I'm I mean, just saying, magnets. So how far away um, would, like the places that Grimshaw needs to be viewed from them. Because, like, I could get them guns from the security whatever armory. Um, I am bad at guns. Me too. Like, no more than 100 feet. Like, the security building... The security building is an easy walk to any of the main offices. And there should be underground pathways so you don't have to go out and involve Lone Star. I mean, okay. if I if I got like a ceramic knife, I'd be good. Oh yeah, because it's I'm, just the metal detectors. Yeah, I'm good at knives. Okay, let's 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 take this from the most important thing to the to the details out. Right, the most important thing is that we have an enormous bomb that Tony paid a lot of money to place. What are we doing with the bomb? It's in the loading dock now. Where's it going? And what's it going to blow up? The whole damn building? Um, so all of the bio, all the stuff for this is in the same building, right? The physical stuff and the scientist and the server? Yeah. Let's just blow up that whole building. With everyone inside? If we can get the head scientist out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. We have to get the or prototypes not. first, though. Uh, I mean, it would be fairly easy for me to get to that building just because i mean that's where the break room is right like i can just go to the break room oh yeah not a big deal so i mean theoretically i could plant if you told me how to do it i could plant that data tap thing can you get down to the sub level uh i don't know i don't think so with enough flying probably flat match shrink rating one to twelve Availability three, um, cost is rating times rating times 10. So it inflicts stun damage equal to its rating resisted with only body. Nice. So, um. Oh, and I've also got an ability that could knock him out without doing actual damage too. Oh, agony? Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. So, wait a second. Maybe I should just go plant the damn data tap. Yeah, I think you should. 
you go for the head scientist, Risky. Grimshaw, you, you know. I've got two interviewers to kill and a room. I've got two interviewers to kill, a room to lock down, um, and get. I can get the actual physical thing. I don't remember what the project's called. X32. X32. Yeah. Get the physical X32 project. Meanwhile, I'll, uh, maybe while I'm on break or something, maybe I can sneak off. Uh, if I can get down into the sub level, plant the data tap, and then trigger the, 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 the communications blackout, maybe they'll see that as an attack. They'll flood the data down to the server rack. I can steal all of it, and then we're good. Oh, man, this is complicated. Are they you always could, like this? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, you could, okay. We're using a lot more finesse in this one than we would generally. Yeah, but there's like um, 20 Lone Star guards. Yeah, that's kind of the issue. Um, so what if you asked to see the server room? Could you do that? Is that something you think they'd show you? Uh, yeah. If he asks, then someone will know that he's there. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they're going to know I went down there. Yeah. And we need him to look like he's a normal worker. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure I can cook something up. So realistically, though, I think that with the bomb, we need a way to get most people out there. We need to get it to where most people will be. So... If we had, like, <laughs> it's maybe a little late for that, but if we had a fake bomb, right, and then we called that in as the bomb threat, right, mm -hmm. then everyone evacuates, mm -hmm. right, to the place where we've planted the real bomb, like out to the parking lot or whatever, and then everybody's out there, boom, no problem, right? That seems like an extra step of complications because everyone that we want killed is going to be in the one lab, right? Yeah, I mean, I work in the same lab as all the app developers. I presume that's who they want us to kill. Yeah, Actually, probably. I don't think we want. I don't think we want to evacuate anybody. Yeah. Okay. We want them all in there. Well, it's not the app developer. It's specifically just the people who are working on the X thirty two project. Do yeah, we have a, a, an idea of about how many people that would be? Um, Juice would know that would be Elia Frostback, the head scientist, and the app developers would be working on the X series, so they would have all had some contact with X32, though who knows how many or what exactly it was for. They didn't tell you much or anything about it. And Dr. Clausen, right? Dr. Clausen, yes, Dr. Clausen would be the like, he's kind of like the head head of security and he would know a lot about the x32 project all right so he's got to go yeah got it okay so if we want to i mean if we want to send a group of people from i mean we don't need a fake bomb for this if this is what we want to do i can just uh make the notification that there's a bomb threat uh send everyone to the parking garage that could work that could dock. work like, really I can well just say, i can just say bombs at the front of the building run to the back if that's what we want we so we that. went somewhere. So this is what I was thinking. I was thinking we trap people in, like, 
so all the scientists would be in the lab. So we trapped the scientists in the lab mm-hmm. and killed them. But if we also need to kill all the app developers and like pretty much anyone who's ever touched this, that kind of makes it more complicated. Um, I really like Risky's idea of evacuating them towards the bomb. I think that's really fun. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But I think we should evacuate, like, if it's a parking... I, I want to trap them, is my point. <laughs> sure, you don't want them to escape. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about the sub-basement? Can we get the bomb down there? How big is it? Is this like a giant fucking truck bomb, or...? You didn't ask him. Oh, God! I'll text Tony. Or no, I'll call him. And be like... Sup? Hey, Tony. Yep. Um, that present that you gave me, what? Mm-hmm. how big is it? Well, the like, truck... It's, it's in the U-Haul truck painted as a Humane Society truck downstairs. The haunted one? That's the haunted... Oh, I, I don't know if it's haunted, but no. So, like, it's a, in a U-Haul truck. The other team had one of their contacts painted as a humane society truck. I don't know where where's what's hot. They never mentioned a ghost. Okay. Okay, I gotcha. Hmm. But it's, but it's it's about as big as the cab. The okay, so the it's U-Haul part of the U-Haul truck. Okay, cool. So, so that is. Okay, cool. Great. Thank you very much. I appreciate you lots. Yep. It's the whole damn thing. It's the whole damn truck. Holy shit. It's a it's a big ass bomb. I well, think that it means would it's going mean, to blow up the whole building. Half, yeah, it's going to blow up half the fucking city block. So then in that case, I mean, is that something you would maybe be able to do from the security office is uh, lock the doors remotely? Yeah, it should be. Then there you go, right? Once we have what we need, we just pop by the security office. Then bang, right? Bang. Mm-hmm. Bang. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm into it. So actually, we probably don't need a big shock and awe light show from the electronics, right? If Grimshaw is able to kill who... Know what I'm saying? Mm. So timeline-wise, uh, we get in. I, the, I, I'm kind of working on that right now as well. Okay. While I'm trying to type it out. What What did we say we are gonna have Risky doing? She's uh, stunning r- the head scientist. Yeah, Risky's gonna try to get the head scientist under control. Okay, so step three is a three-part. Step three. Ocean's is. eight theme song playing in the background. Right. Oh no! I have the perfect soundtrack. It's it's called Interlude, or it's called Audition for Evil, or something like that. I have the nice. perfect theme for playing. <clears throat> okay, so uh, are are we trapping them in? Are we bomb threading and trying to get them somewhere else trapped? So the operating theory is that this bomb that is basically the entire truck is going to blow up the whole building. Yeah, which was what I had kind of thought. So so we don't actually need to do a bomb threat. Okay. So... We can just trap them in there and blow the damn thing up. Mm-hmm. 
Um, all right. So I have step one, plant bomb. But bombs planted, done. Oh, okay. So it's actually where we want it already. I think it's where we want it. It's in the loading okay. dock, yeah. Then scratch step one. Skip to that's step fine. two. Take care of Lone Star slash communication. So that's going to be Juice uh, killing the comms. That's going to be maybe Risky knocking out the two Lone Star guys that are in the astral projection room and Grimshaw killing the security boss. All right. Okay. Um, sub step two will probably be Grimshaw killing uh, Clausen. Clausen. Yeah, that's kind of that doesn't fit nicely into the plan. That's going to have to be an extra thing. Target of opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Um, step three is Juice getting the data while Risky is getting the head scientist while Grimshaw is locking down the building. All right. Step four would be boom. Step five. We should probably get out Sundays. before boom. Probably. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Step four is <laughs> us getting out. That seems pretty good. And then we all go to the pub and wait till it all blows over. Holy Step shit. Five. Yes. Uh, boom. Step six. <laughs> Step six is kill Clausen if he's not dead yet. Kill Clausen, parentheses, if he's not dead yet, close parentheses. Perfect. I might have to go to his house and kill him. Were you going to try and wipe the HR stuff? No, uh, I, uh, I actually had a thought. Um, mm -hmm. Blowing up the whole damn building, right? Not going to be a lot of remains. Oh, true, true. Great opportunity bad. for me to fake my own death. Are you as, sure? As proud of you as I am, you realize that this is the point of no return, right? And, and Grimshaw, I know that you're a cold-blooded killer, but this is a lot bigger scale than we usually do, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. We're already planning to kill, like, a lot of people. You know, why not... Uh... Why not make it official, right? Okay. I mean, if everyone's cool with it, I'm cool with it. Then maybe all your fixers will respect me. My fixers don't really respect me, so like... Well, let's prove them wrong then. Fuck Perfect. them. Everyone respects me. It's true. And a few people love you. Thor. <laughs> yep, only Thor. That's exactly Just who I was talking about. Thor, yes. Mm -hmm. So we've got zone. it then. Um, I understand yeah, I Friendzone loves me, but uh, I don't really feel the same way about him. I don't know what it is. It's just I just feel like he's a brother to me. <laughs> um... All right, so we have a plan. Everyone happy with the plan? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, at some point during the night, Grimshaw does want to pull Juice aside. Y y yeah. Uh, 
Juice actually stays up quite late programming this Hacksoft. Okay. It is softly raining now outside of the apartment. And there's piano in the background somehow. Perfect. Bad piano, though. The person's practicing on the other side. Hey, hey Grimshaw, what's, what's going on? Are you sure you want to burn Andy? I mean, he's going to be implicated in this thing, right? Like, if Andy's the only survivor, then they're going to come find me. You could... There are other things you could do. Like what? Aren't you some sort of a, a wizard? Can't you get rid of the the fact that you were there? I'm, I mean, I'm not a wizard. I'm a, I'm a hacker. But, a tech um, wizard. A tech wizard. <laughs> no, those are technomancers. Very different. I don't. I don't have the touch. Um, I mean, you I guess mean I could... it literally. Oh, sorry. I I I can't tell sometimes. Um, I don't know. Here's here's my thinking. I'm worried that if I try to, if we blow this place up and there's all this attention going on, right, and then I try to go in there and wipe my file out of HR, that's just returning to the scene of the crime. And that's how they always catch you. I've watched a lot of crime dramas. Crime dramas aren't the same as real life. I don't know. Well, can I ask you a question? Okay. Why shouldn't I burn Andy? You're a, you're a kid. You're young. If you're doing this, you're defining your entire life. You'll never get to go back to a normal life. You'll never get to work for a corp. You only get to live in, in the shadows. And there's not a long lifespan on that. I, um, well, I guess I'll have to make that decision in the moment. I guess so. Uh, th uh, thanks for, I guess, caring enough to bring that up. I hadn't really thought about it. As your grandmother, it's my duty to take care of you. Grand guardian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes i'll drink no yes i'll drink it yes i i have it right here uh <laughs> and he has a he has a coffee mug that says respect women and he, he takes yes! a sip. <laughs> perfect you're learning so well uh and she gives you like an awkward like side hug but like you're sitting and she's standing so she's kind of like leaning and it's just like soup it would have been awkward anyway but it's just like extra awkward because of like the placement it's it's it, it's it's all right Grinshaw. i'm not really all that touchy-feely myself all right i just wanted to comfort you um i good night and she i will feel comforted when i finish this and then he sort of idly finger guns and then goes back to his programming and uh, I, I don't remember if Grinshaw has already done her exercise at this point, but she does her like little uh, sword routine and then she uh, goes to bed All right. with Risky the uh, one, in the one bed. Like a few feet away from Juice because it is a studio apartment. Yeah. 
Yeah. Juice uh, sighs and changes the room lighting color to a soft pink and then uh, plays some very light soul music out of his deck in the direction of the bed. Risky sits up and just like, dude, no. What? No, that's just, this. it gets me, it gets me thinking. Okay, sure, I guess. Fine, I'll I kill him. And he kills the lights and the music. I mean, like, whatever helps you work, bro, but, like, don't, don't do anything on our account. I'm just, I'm just trying to chill, you know? I'm just trying to vibe. Well, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to set up a nice vibe. Oh, okay. Risky has already smoked her before bed joint, so, like, (laughs) she's feeling it. The runners are Shannon, Ben, and Sid. Dimming and producing is done by Eric. That's me. The Tracys are still room on the night train by Ketsa, which is licensed under Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. And Transition by Six Umbrellas, which is licensed under an Attribution Share Alike License. Thank you to Ray Calibus for making our art. You can find her over at Keylagraphy Inc. on Twitter or at keylagraphyinc.com. Do you like the show? Leave us a rating review over on your podcatcher of choice. Shout out your friends from across the room. Go up to strangers and say, hey, listen to Dice Face. I bet you'll like it. At a safe social distance with your mask. It will help us reach phase two when we start broadcasting mind control waves. Do you really like the show? If you really like the show... I'm going to use both of those. Haha. Consider heading over onto Patreon and giving us this little $1 a month because I don't know if you know it or not, but building a mind control machine and funneling its sounds into podcasts is not cheap. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up on Twitter at DiceFiends or shoot us an email at DiceFiendsPod at gmail.com. And next week, we have a dramatic episode of X32 as the team begins their proper mission. And until next time, remember... The code word is Purple Eliminate. The sleeper agent has active. Go, go, go!